What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Stories from Chris. Hope you guys are having a beautiful day today, especially with this crazy weather up here in Toronto. It's driving me crazy. I'm a winter guy. I can't deal with this summer. I can't deal with the heat. I can't deal with the sun hitting my skin. I just feel like I'm burning alive. I love the winter. You get to sleep in nice and cozy under the blanket. You don't have to worry about sweating while you're in the blankets because it's nice and cold. While in the summertime, you're over here just burning up. You don't even know if you can sleep naked because you still burn up with the heat. And yeah, I don't have an AC at the moment, so I'm suffering. We're all suffering right now. The crazy part of it all is that even though it's freaking hot today, I still wake up and I brew myself a nice hot coffee love coffee and I can't live without coffee don't get me wrong I'll still have a nice coffee a frappuccino whatever those cold brewed coffees are but I realized it's not the same as actually having a nice hot coffee early in the morning because it has its strong aroma flavor of coffee as if when you have a nice coffee or a frappuccino or ice brew coffee whatever it's all watered down because of the ice and because of all the sugar it has and it's just not the same. It's not the one you get. You gotta have early in the morning. I've also realized that if I don't have a coffee right as soon as I wake up and I wait two or three hours into my day, I just start getting these crazy headaches. Like, like if I'm a, I'm an addict. I'm an addict of caffeine, and I can't live without caffeine. But it's specifically with coffee, because if I do have a coke or, or some type of caffeine drink early in the morning, I'll still get the headache. It's just coffee. I gotta have coffee. Like right now, I have a coffee right beside me. And it tastes so good. But it's a Starbucks coffee. And right now with this whole craziness of pandemic that's going on, you're not allowed to fix your own coffee anymore. They do it behind the counter. Which I do not like. Because it just tastes like crap. It tastes like... I don't know. It just tastes like crap. It's not the same. It's not the, the nice home-brewed coffee from Starbucks lately I don't know maybe it's just me but I'm not liking the coffee right now from Starbucks I'm actually rather grabbing stuff from McDonald's Tim Hortons or just from home I was never such a big addict of coffee until I actually started working in a Tim Hortons back in 2006 when I was just 16 years old and that's where I got introduced to a lot of coffee like a, a drug lord in the coffee situation coffee here coffee there i drank more coffee than i actually drank water at that time and man let me tell you 2006 was uh some of the interesting moments of my life it was my first job as a teenager and i think that time the minimum wage was like seven dollars and fifty cents and i was so hyped and excited about this job the only part i didn't like was that I didn't like that. And at that time, the uniform was some weird beige and brown colors. Like a beige, a light beige shirt, button shirt. With, you had to button it up all the way to the top. And it was like a brown, dark brown pants. And you had to have your shirt tucked in. And you had to wear a visor on top of that. And the visor was brown. And you had to wear a hairnet. So you had to have a hairnet on and a visor on top. And I always cared about my facial hair, especially at that time. I cared a lot about what people would think if I shaved it all off. And 
luckily I was really close with the owner that he allowed me to keep my facial but I always had to have it clean because if I didn't have it clean I either had to shave it all off or I would have to wear one of those facial beard nets that they have see now that's where music comes into my memories because at that time I remember there was a lot of depressing music playing around on the radio and at Tim Hortons there was always a radio playing in the background so, so they always repeated the music back over and over and over again and some of the depressing music that they had at that time was pretty bad like The Fray, How to Save a Life Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars James Blunt, You're Beautiful and then you had the hip hop artists that had like love songs like Ray J, One Wish you had T-Pain singing I'm in Love with the Stripper and then you had Justin Timberlake bringing Sexy back and Nelly Furtado with the Man Eater there were some good amazing songs that I always listen to and it brings me back to 2006 and specifically to my first job that I had so I remember that I was at home living with my mom at that time and I, I really wasn't going to school much I was skipping a lot and my mom tells me if you're gonna skip school if you're gonna leave school then you gotta get a job because you're not gonna live here for free unless you go to school then you can live here for free but if you're not gonna do anything and be a bum then you're gonna have to find yourself a job so obviously the smart one of me at that time was like okay fine i'll find myself a job and i started looking online i think the newspaper at that time and i put in a resume decided to just drop out of high school and just go into full-time working after three months of training before the owners of the store came i was being trained by uh, i think it was corporate office that had sent their people because it was a brand new uh, tim horns at that time so when there's a new location there's always head office brings in uh, their managers from head office and they hire people to prepare them so they can be ready for the owners once they come into the store the new owners come in introduced to them it's the wife husband and the sister-in-law and they're the ones who were going to be in charge of the whole place so i started getting along with them uh, really nice people uh, the wife and sister were from uh, greece the background and the husband was uh, half from saudi arabia and half argentinian which was a pretty interesting uh, mix that i never heard of at that time so yeah, I'm a young guy working there for them. Uh, they seem to like me. I like them. Uh, the first time I've ever had bosses like that in my life. And uh, within, I think, three months of working with them, I, I got the supervisor position, which to me I found pretty interesting. I was excited. I'm no longer making uh, $7.50. I get automatically $2 raise, and I'm making $9.50. And I'm only 16 at a time, so I'm like, wow. 950 at 16 years old I feel like I can take over the world at that time so they obviously knew that uh, I wasn't going to school anymore so they they tried telling me you know stay in school you know it's the best thing you can do you gotta think about the future and then obviously I, I decided to go my way not go to school so they were like okay so then we'll give you a 
problem was that we were right across the street from the Rogers Center, formerly known as the Sky Dome, where there was baseball games, and it got really busy all the time, especially after the game. It got really busy. So I obviously learned how to handle it, but the problem, the really big problem I had was that a lot of people that were there were much older than me, and especially the ones that were like a year older, and they knew that I was only 16. They never really did like hearing a 16-year-old telling them what to do. So that was my challenge at that time, and obviously I had to talk to the to my boss and let him know. So he basically let everybody else know that if they couldn't respect my word, that then they were gonna have an issue with him. I was looking like a bad guy for a while, but everything blew over after everybody was, you know, back to normal. Everything's fine. We're getting along, especially the people that were my close to my age. Uh, we ended up going out at a bar, a local bar around. We would go to Wonderland, which is a, a theme park here in Toronto, Ontario, and uh, everything was fine. A lot of new people were coming in, a lot of people were being fired, a lot of people were quitting. It's my first time experiencing something like that, that so many people would complain about their hours, some people would complain that they didn't have enough, some people complained that it was too much. There's a lot of craziness in uh, this customer service type of job, and I dealt with the first person to tell me to fuck off who uh, I got an argument with because I had closed the doors uh, at the time I was supposed to close and he wanted his coffee and he wanted his donuts and he couldn't get it because I was already closed and he flipped the finger outside of the door and told me to fuck off from what I was able to read from his lips so I told him to fuck off too I took a bite out of the donut and I ate it and I enjoyed it while he was looking at me so it was, uh, it was funny experiences there at the time. I was really close with the owners. They invited me to their birthday parties. They even did a Christmas party for us for the like the management position people. And they threw dinner for us. Uh, they gave a gift, and it was very, uh, it was very loving. I guess there was a really nice close family in that uh, aspect. We all got along with each other, and everything was good. I can't really complain. experience where I met this girl that was working there who was way much older than me at that time and we got along and went out with the rest of the guys and the girls that were there with us and we basically 
up together. She liked me, I liked her, and even though she, I was way younger than her, she was, I was 16, no, 17 at that time, actually, when uh, I met her, and she was, oh man, she was six years older than me, no, yeah, she was, oh man, yeah, she was six years older than me, and yeah, she didn't seem to mind about the age, and yeah, it started affecting my work there, because we were doing stuff in stock room where we would have all our stuff or, you know the coffee stuff the cutlery the whatever the freezer the fridge the walking fridge our our locker room everything and it, it got me in trouble that's what it did it got me in trouble because obviously there's cameras in the back room but it wasn't nothing too sexual to be like oh shit but it was more like you know making out doing things you're not supposed to do because apparently you're not supposed to be hooking up with people you work with because it never works out blah 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 so i got questioned why is this happening you can't be doing these type of things here you're a supervisor people are looking up to you you're losing respect i felt like i was getting troubled by my parents i felt like my parents were the ones that are yelling at me or something but obviously at that time i really didn't care i didn't really understand i was 17 18 you're still like young-minded kid at that time you're still a kid even if you're 18 and the government says here in canada yeah, you can drink or buy cigarettes or whatever they're still a stupid-minded kid at 18 so what they did was they switched the girl over to the new location they kept me in the old location and they tried to keep us separated and i guess it did work but i had already lost their respect uh, it was, everything just started going downhill after that i uh i basically stopped working full-time i made up an excuse saying that i started working construction and i didn't have time to be doing full-time anymore became into not showing up anymore so i my last day i never actually showed up i came in dropped off the key and i left i didn't actually confront any of them they weren't there at that time when i dropped off the key but the person that was there was the other supervisor who was uh, doing day shifts and since i never answered the phone calls that i was receiving from them he had to cover my uh proposal shift which was the night shift and he just gave me a dirty look that's all i remember was him giving me a dirty look and uh, i never yeah i never did uh talk to them ever again i did get a nasty message at that time was uh if uh i forgot who was it that i had said i don't remember what i said to to, to my old boss on the message but i remember him replying saying that he didn't know who this was and that if i kept uh contacting him that i would uh he would call the police and tell them that i've been uh, harassing them i was freaked out at that time because i didn't know how the system worked and i remember his wife having uh, a brother that was in the toronto police uh, department at that time and yeah i never did ever go back there again i never contacted any of them and i never saw them again it was uh it was a stupidity of on my part because i was young which i thought they would understand i was young and i was stupid didn't know what i was thinking and I actually regret that decision I made. I wish I actually stayed there and continued doing what I was doing. Well, not the stupidity of uh, being in the stock room with uh, another girl, but you know, putting more attention and putting more effort into it because I think I would have gone a long way. I think I could have uh, managed the whole location to myself. I know they had that potential. I had that potential and they saw it in me. And uh, I, I probably could have even uh, owned the location, especially at that time when they were really cheap and they were coming up and they were opening up uh, Timor's left and right. I remember that time when you would uh, you could buy a drive-through 
thousand dollars at that time but there was a two-year waiting list and you had to go through the training and obviously i was only 16 when i started 18 when i left and i'm 30 years old now and i'm still thinking about it i think about that moment that i messed up and i quit i quit without not even having an actual backup of a job and that screwed me over and i actually regret that So yeah, that's how, that's how all of that got me into drinking coffee. And ever since that time, it just got more and more drinking into coffee. I uh, drink, I don't know, four or five cups of coffee a day. Three hot ones in the daytime and two in the two cold ones in the nighttime. So I'm a coffee lover. I'm an addict to coffee. And I like my dark roast and medium roast. If it's light, it's not right. There's a lot of little dirty secrets that I got in my life that I've done, man. I'm not gonna say it all at once, but you'll keep hearing. There's a, there's a story behind each story that I give you guys, and slowly I will be bringing them out. I uh, have no shame. It's something that I really regret and messed up in uh, in my childhood or my teenage years, which I know there's a lot of people that go through it, and uh, hopefully I don't go through it with my kids because I'm gonna be so screwed. But then again, I've been there, done that, so I hopefully I'll know how to deal with it. Especially nowadays how uh, everything is so messed up with how to deal with kids. <laughs> if they were able to be treated the way I got treated growing up, then uh, yeah, we'd probably be in a better place. Either way, I hope you guys enjoyed this story of this week. And don't forget that every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, new stories are coming up every week on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, seven different platforms waiting for you to click that follow and the download so you can be notified and up to date with every episode. So I thank you guys for coming back to Stories from Chris.